Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. What is up, everybody? My name is Hector Flores, host of the Insert Name FC podcast. And with me, as always, is my best friend and the other host of the show, El Robles. Hey, what's up, guys? So, episode 104. Um, so, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how to go. Where, did, what was I, where was I going with this? Um, I don't oh, know. Yeah. Are you trying uh, to... Real Madrid beat yeah. Atletico Madrid. So, that's a, nice. that's, that's a great highlight of my life. Um, <laughs> You're gonna Spencer's hear it a lot. I mean, Spencer's gonna have to hear it a lot. Oh yeah, Spencer's going to hear very a lot, a lot in this episode about how uh, Real Madrid beat Atletico Madrid two to one um, this past weekend. So, uh, so yeah, so enjoy that, Spencer. Um, you're gonna hear it a lot that Real Madrid beat uh, Atletico Madrid two to one. So, um, yeah, so very, very big. Big, uh, big week of soccer to talk about because, well, it is, it is now we're hitting the international break for the month of September. Uh, this right. is a very, very crucial international break being that I believe this is the final chance for any national team to see anybody if they want to, you know, those guys that are maybe not necessarily the starters. I think the starters are the starters. I don't think that there's like really. Any arguments on who's going to be at least who's like the for sure guys, you know, going into the World Cup? But you know those those last few spots in these World Cup rosters, you can only take I believe like twenty five or twenty three guys, twenty five, twenty three guys, you can take to the World Cup. So damn for real, I believe that's damn, 20, the size of the yeah. rosters. Yeah, I think so. It was like it was like the size of two squads and like three sub three supplements. So it's like yeah, twenty two, twenty twenty five, yeah, somewhere, somewhere so, around there, yeah. So yeah, so like yeah, so this is this is a big big international break because well, like I said, some guys are kind of like on the on the fringe like you know, in and out of that bubble of making the, those final World Cup spots. And if some of you are probably like, well, it's nothing important. It, it, the World Cup is draining. Like yeah. The group stages, I I think maybe you have like what? Like 
three days to rest before your next group match. Mm-hmm. I'm probably over exaggerating. Well, actually, since this is more of a condensed World Cup, it might actually be. Uh, I know actually the World Cup is usually two months long anyway, so it doesn't really. I don't think it necessarily changes anything. But yeah, so that and you never know, injuries do happen. I mean, Josie Altsor got injured in the in the 2014 World Cup. That that kind of that kind of ruined a lot of things for me. Um, yeah. But. Yeah, so it happens. So it's going to be really interesting to see what these uh, what these national teams do. Obviously, you know we're U.S. soccer fans, so we're going to talk about the call up because this call up, like I said, has a lot of impl- especially with the U.S. men's national team. There's a lot of impl- impl- implications. Jesus Christ, how much? There you go. Implications going on. So we're definitely going to talk about it. So that's going to be part of headlines. We do have a debate topic. Um, weirdly enough, it also involves an American. Um, so. Um, you know, Todd Bowley over there trying to shake things up over the English Premier League, and and, and the and the and and the English are not having it. That is for sure. Um, we have some games to recap, announce our players of the week, give you guys. A, there's a there's a lot of games that are going to be worth watching this international break. Um, yes, it is because of the World Cup, so you do, especially if you're trying to still figure out, you know, who you're going to lean towards more when you're trying to predict your World Cup winner. This is going to be a, a good chance for you to get an idea of what some of these are. If you're trying to figure out what your competition is going to be in your group, this is your time to like kind of do some scouting, even though in all reality, it's not like you're going to help the team in any way. I mean, the right. work for the national team are definitely, you know, scouting the teams that are in their group. But, uh, you, you, me and Edward, um, I don't know. We just want to feel important in, in some sense. Pretty much. And then wrap this up with a three up, three down. And, uh, this topic is going to be rivalries. So very broad. It could be sports related. It could be historically. It could even be, uh, personal vendettas. So, you know, you, you, <laughs> never, you never know. Um, as soon as I said that, I'm pretty sure everyone knows exactly where my rivalry is going. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. I have, like that song says, I have a feeling. <laughs> yeah, so. So there is that, man. So we're going to go ahead. And also, I'm going to try not to be too distracted. The Astros are currently playing Tampa Bay. Um, if the Astros win today, they are officially the AOS champions. So I'm going to try my best. Try my best. No promises. I'm going to try my best to stay focused. Okay? Um, so, so, yeah, because we're not going into the MLB postseason right around the corner. So I'm really excited about that. So. But yeah, so we're going to go ahead and take a break and then we'll get going with headlines. This break was brought to you by Audible. Audible provides you a large library of audiobooks that you can listen to at your convenience from horror genre all the way to biographies. Audible has it all. Make sure you guys go ahead and use the link audibletrial.com forward slash insert name FC podcast. Go ahead and get yourself a 30 day free trial. Once again, thank you to Audible for this part of break. And we're back. Make sure you guys follow us on Instagram and Twitter at insert name FC. Um, if you guys go to those social media platforms, the first thing you'll see on those, on those platforms is the pin post or pin tweet, depending on your, if you're on Instagram or Twitter. And you'll see this big, uh, competition that we're having. And it is, well, our World Cup challenge pres- presented by Run Your Pool. Run Your Pool is a, is a website where you can create uh, pick them challenges, however you want to set it up, totally up to you. And, you know, you want to challenge some friends, challenge some randos. It's all up to you. In our case, we're challenging some randos here. Um, if you guys <laughs> participate in it, 
the the person with the highest score as obviously the one that can predict the World Cup the best. Right now, you can only predict the group stages as the World Cup progresses. We will then move on from next round to next round. But the winner of the of the challenge will win a jersey of the team that wins the World Cup. So, uh, you know, a little caveat. You may, may, maybe you want that jersey. Maybe you don't. But hey, that's the that's what you're playing for. I mean, it's a World Cup a World Cup winning jersey. I'm pretty sure it's going to have some sort of value a few years down the road. And so, yeah. so I mean, even if it's not player one, but yeah. So, so make sure you guys once again follow us on Instagram and Twitter at AnswerNameFC. Go ahead and enter the the Run Your Pool Challenge, our World Cup Challenge, so you guys can go ahead and get a chance to win a jersey. Also, remember, I do have my my uh my bet, my my jersey bet, which is if Tottenham wins a trophy this season, I will be doing a jersey giveaway at the end of the season. So, so, so there's that. So. They may, they may just, they just, they may just be uh, hearing this and they're gonna be like, you know what? Let's make this guy give away a jersey. Highly doubt it, but all right. <laughs> oh yeah, all right. So headlines, man. So headlines, <clears throat> man. Jesus Christ, I don't know what the hell I was going with that. But all right. So obviously, the international break is coming up, and the U.S. men's national team obviously have announced their call-ups for the September window. Um, this is honestly my takeaway is to see. One, the guys that probably are playing with clubs, but aren't really playing that many games. Want to see where they are as far as, you know, fitness wise goes. Obviously, there's specific players that we know that aren't currently playing for their teams right now. That's kind of frustrating, but that's the reality that we're in. So definitely want to get them some, get some, get some fitness into them, get some minutes in them. And also, once again, there's guys that may or may not be on that, that roster spot right now, but maybe have a good international call up and Possibly can stamp their, stamp their passports for that trip to Qatar. So the two friendlies that the U.S. men's national team will be participating is Friday. So when we drop this episode Friday, which if you guys are listening to this early in the morning right now, you, I mean, I'm, yes, listen to this episode, but <laughs> you know, like it's early in the morning, they're playing Japan. The U.S. men's national team is playing Japan. So, um, that's gonna, yeah. So basically, my drive to work tomorrow uh, on Friday will consist of me debating whether or not I want to watch watch a little little bits and pieces of that that Japan game or not. Depends also how busy that uh, you know this this Friday will be for my my job. But yeah, so they'll be playing Japan on Friday, September twenty third. Super early game, uh, but yeah, nonetheless. And and September twenty seventh, the U.S. men's national team will then take on Saudi Arabia. Some of you are probably wondering, this is a little random. Are they playing these countries? Well, Japan is a pretty good team, especially if you see them play in the World Cup. I don't know how well they're going to do in this World Cup, but um, I think, you know, usually are a team that, that, that is, is quite fun. And also their fans are just very, it's not that they're fun or in any, well, they're fun, but I mean, like, it's really cool that they clean this, the, you know, their, the, the stadium. Yeah, like they clean where cool. they sit or they, they, they pick up like their trash and stuff. If they see trash that's laying around, like that, that's pretty cool. It's, it's really neat. No, yeah, no it's pretty cool. And then like the Japanese national team, when they got eliminated, they cleaned the locker room. So yeah, it's a cool culture thing. That's all I'm saying. Um, yeah, but yeah. So Japan, always a fun, plus amazing jerseys. I mean, I know we're not oh, trying, yeah. we're not doing three up, three downs on the jerseys, but Japan. I mean, Adidas in general killed it this year for, for, for jerseys. But, uh, but yeah. And on uh, September 22nd, Saudi Arabia. Um, 
I think the Bane idea is obviously one of the teams that they're facing off in their group is Iran. So they want to see how that, that Asian, that Asian style is. I don't necessarily think that the U.S. men's national team has ever played many Asian teams. Um, not, not like, not like, uh, freebies or like inner friendlies or I, I think they've, they've only, they, they literally, they literally have only played them because if you think about it, like what they've only played CONCACAF, uh, Conan Bowl, like they've, they've only played like, you know, uh, teams on this side of the hemisphere, they haven't really, they haven't played anybody that's like mostly, uh, you know, Japan, China, Russia, anything like that. They haven't really done too much of that in, in these uh, recent times. Uh, I guess you could say we can blame COVID for that, but still, like, I mean, I guess this, um, them p- wanting to play, uh, Asian teams, like Asian cup teams and stuff like that. I mean, Japan's good. Japan, I like Japan. Japan, I, I consider them like the scrappy underdog, but like they're really good. Like, I think they have a really good team. Um, and, and then you always see Saudi Arabia in the World Cup. So yeah, yeah. So, and then they, they've been, they've been, they've been bringing it up. They've been bringing it up. So I, but so this is the matchup. I think is preparing themselves for for that Iran game because I I will say um, Iran seems to be to me would I feel like the the game against Iran is going to be a very important game for the U.S. men's national team depending on how they do against England and how they do against Wales. But I, I definitely think that that's, that Iran game is going to be very important, especially if they're trying to you know advance to the next round, which is a lot of people are hope that's like the goal is. Well, the expectation for this U.S. men's national team, which is funny because this team, you know, obviously last year, the last World Cup, they didn't make the World Cup. So, the, but their goal is to get out of the group for the U.S. men's national team, which is a fair, a fair expectation. I mean, the U.S. men's national team has done a really good job of getting out of the group, but I, it's an interesting group. Um, <clears throat> we're not going to do World Cup predictions just yet. Um, just because I need to see the rosters before I make my final, my, my final prediction. But uh, but yeah, that, I I do believe that that Iran game is going to be very important for the U.S. men's national team. But all right, the call the call up. So we're going to start off with the goalkeepers, and in the goalkeepers we have Ethan Horvath, Sean Johnson, and Matt Turner. Um, obviously Zach Steffen's not on here because he's currently dealing with an injury. Uh, but I think we all know that Zach Steffen and Matt Turner are definitely the two safe goalkeepers. Yeah, those are the. But uh. It is a it is a constant battle between Zach Steffen and Matt Turner. Um, as much as I I love Zach Steffen, I, I'm kind of more and this isn't the this isn't the Arsenal bias because I think some people are probably gonna start thinking just because he plays for, <laughs> plays for Arsenal now that like I think he's the best goalkeeper. But like, I'm sorry, but Matt Turner just since he's gotten his opportunities at goalkeeper, he's just been killing it. Like I don't like no offense to Zach Steffen, but I feel like. Matt Turner's just a shot stopper, and, and I like that. I mean, yeah, he's not great with his feet, but I mean, I like that he's a shot stopper. He's just a pure shot stopper. So I will put him over Zach Steffen right now at goalkeeper one, but you never know with Greg Ballhalter. He's probably going to stick with his guy. But um, but the main two that we should really be looking at is Ethan Horvath and Sean Johnson. So this could either be, hey, you know, Matt Turner's not really playing for Arsenal unless it's the Europa League, or, you know, let's give him some minutes, or Who's going to be that number three guy going into the World Cup? Is it Ethan Horvath or is it Sean Johnson? Yeah, I mean, and then like you said, like um, even in the World Cup, you know, there are injuries. You can expect injuries. It's not like it's not a. I'm not going to say <clears throat> a safe World Cup. Like you know, even even right before the World Cup is and after like it starts, 
they could some injuries going on. The next you know, it's like, okay, now we have one, like you said, safe goalkeeper, and then we got two, you know, who's number number three. And at that point, it could be number two. Not that I'm saying that they're going to get injured. I'm just saying it's a possibility. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah, but you're, you're right. Yeah, so I mean, don't, uh, what's that saying? Don't count your chickens before they hatch. Don't count your eggs till they hatch. Yeah, you're that right. one. No, you're right. I mean, they're, they're going to be chickens. At least that's what you hope. Um, <laughs> all right, for the defenders, we got Reggie Cannon. Um, shout out to him. Uh, you know, he, he did a little shout out on the, on our 100 episode. Um, Cameron yeah. Carter Vickers, Sergino Des, Aaron Long, Chris Richards, Joe Scally, Sam Bynes, DeAndre Yellen, and Walker Zimmerman. Also shout out to him because he also sent us a shout out for our 100 episode. Um, I did put an asterisk on Cameron Carter Vickers and Chris Richards because they were actually old. Uh, I believe they are, they're all, they're currently dealing with some injuries. So in place of those two, we're getting Mark McKenzie and Eric Palmer Brown. Um, I think with the defense, we know who's going to be our back line. I, I don't think there's any argument with it. You know, we know Sergino Des and, 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 uh, is it Anthony Robinson? Yeah. Anthony Robinson, like they're going to be our fullbacks. I think it's, it's fair to say. Um, I think Walker Zimmerman has done more than enough to prove to, to be definitely the, 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 one of our center backs. I think that second spot for the center back position is definitely wide open now that Miles Robinson is, is going to be out for the World Cup. Um, so that's going to be the big one. Is it, could it be Aaron Long? Could it be, you know, I think, I think this is a, unfortunately, this is a big op- missed opportunity for Cameron Carter Vickers because, and, and Chris Richards is because like, you know, those are two guys that maybe some people thought could possibly be it. Um, it would be nice to see John Brooks, but you know, it doesn't seem like Greg Berhalter wants him. It's kind of frustrating, but, uh, but yeah, I think, uh, I think right now it's just to see who's going to be, who's going to be the depth guys for the, for the defense. I wouldn't be surprised if we see DeAndre Yedlin, um, Joe Scally, I think is going to be one that's going to be, int- maybe could be one of those guys that can p- make that, that final roster spot. A lot of people like what he's doing right now in Borussia Mönchengladbach. So. Yeah, defense. I think right now, I think we know who's going to be in our back line. We just got to see who's going to be the other guys that are coming to Qatar. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> it's a, it's a, I mean, when is the deadline? Do you know, by any chance? Not sure. Are they, not sure. Um, I mean, there's, there's plenty to choose from. And like you said, I, uh, Matt Brooks, to me, <laughs> okay, so, Right now, Matt Brooks to me is the Pepe of oh John Brooks, of, <laughs> uh, John Brooks, my bad. But yeah, um, I feel like he's the Pepe of the U.S. Uh, center backs. You know, mm-hmm. so we do need the dirtiest player in the game sometimes. You know, there's certain times, certain times it's needed. Yeah, I, you know, I don't I would, condone. Yeah, no, I, I don't I, condone. I don't condone the dirtiness. It's just sometimes it's very much needed. Look, I mean, me and never watch El Salvador. <laughs> we know what they do. <laughs> yeah. We accepted it. But yeah, uh, John, I think John, that par- the partnership of John Brooks and Walker Zimmerman to me looks like a really good partner. I mean, if Miles Robertson was was 100%, I would definitely be saying, yeah, I get it. Why not? I get why you don't call up John Brooks because Miles Robinson 
it, it to me is the better center back. But yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be hard just because like do you want experience? Do you want experience? Are you going to take a risk with some of these inexperienced, but have like all the capabilities, which is, I think what Chris Richards is, is, is that he has like all the things that you want in a center back, but obviously mm-hmm. just doesn't have the experience yet. But like I said, he, he checks off all the, the attributes that you want from a center back. Um, so the question is, would you, would you be willing to let him train during a world cup? Um, which, it seems to be the, the theme right now. Everyone's like, yeah, the 2022 World Cup, we want to try to do well there. But the main goal is to get, you know, this team prime and ready for the 2026 World Cup, which is going to be here in the U.S. So that's like what everyone's been talking about. And even the, the fact that they put very little effort in the jerseys could probably tell you how much, how, how much more focused they are on the 2026 World Cup. Yeah. And if that's the case, those jerseys better be amazing because these jerseys those, suck. They, they better be beautiful. <laughs> Bring back some nostalgia, but with the new twist, a modernized twist or something. Bro, if they brought back the denim. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't think they're going to do it, but I would, I would be happy if they did that because I can't, oh. I can't get, I can't find one. I, no, there's no denim jersey. I let, if they, if I do find some, they're just in terrible condition. So I'm like, eh. and then there's yeah, it's, probably it's denim. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I just want I want that Lexi Lawless one. <laughs> but, but yeah, uh, but that's the defenders. Midfielders this is now where Edward gets a little bit more excited because you know goalkeepers and defenders that were ever just lit. But here we are in the like, midfield. Yeah. We got Kellen Acosta, Tyler Adams, Luca Della Torre, Weston McKinney, Eunice Munsa, and Mark Malik. Oh Jesus Christ! I called him Mark Malik Tillman. Uh, <laughs> Eunice Munsa will not be in this call up. As well as, as well as, uh, Chris Richards, Cameron Carter Vickers. Um, I believe he had like a slight injury. So taking his spot is the guy that's currently playing in, in the Brazilian league, Johnny Cardozo. Oh, yeah. So <clears throat> with this one, okay, come on, let's be honest. We know what, what our, what our, what our three midfielders are going to be. Obviously it's, it's MMA, McKinney, you know, McKinney, Musa and, and Tyler Adams. Like we know yeah. that's going to be the midfield. I, I think if there's, if there's one for sure, like everyone's, I think everyone's in all agreement that that's the midfield. Like it, we, we like that midfield. It, it works really well. Tyler Adams, in my opinion, is the most important player for the U.S. men's national team. I know a lot of people are going to say Christian Pulisic. Um, he's the best player on the team, but the most important player on the team for me is Tyler Adams. Uh, I, I think the same, I think the, the, the theme continues that like we know who's going to be there. We just need to see if some of these guys. Who's gonna Who's gonna be also joining them? Uh, Luca Della Torre, obviously, I think to me is one that I want to see a lot more of because every time I see him play, I'm like, like he gives me like the guy just knows what to do with the ball. I don't want to say I don't want to compare him to Luca Modric, but I'm gonna compare him to Luca Modric. <laughs> I, was say, I was like, you don't want to compare it? You might as well just finish that sentence, sir. But I'm gonna compare him to Luca Modric. Like I just <laughs> I just feel like he knows the game. Like he he like. There's players that are very like, you know, like he, yeah, he, he, he has some physical fitness to him, but like, honestly, the best players are the ones that know the game very well. And I think I, I might be, I might be overhyping Delatore right now, but he does, he just looks like he's like three steps ahead of everybody on the field. I mean, it could, that's possible, man. 
So I would love to see him in the World Cup. Uh, but like I said, to me, MMA is going to be that team. Malik Tillman, he's been doing really good with Rangers, uh, while, you know, since going to his, making his long move from Bayern Munich. Obviously, if you guys don't know, Malik Tillman is the, the, the German youth national team player, um, and decided to switch over to the U.S. men's national team. So uh, a lot of, a lot of excitement over him, obviously, because he was a regular for the German youth team. And now, you know, he's with the U.S. So USA just keeps snatching everybody. <laughs> <laughs> you're just happy about that, aren't you? <laughs> I can, I mean, you can hear that giddiness I in mean, your voice, I mean, the fact man. that he's, he's a okay. German youth national, that's the one thing. Like, I mean, this guy is playing for the youth national team for, for Germany, the U-20s. So, like, it's impressive. I mean, Greg Berhalter, I mean, the, the man can talk, apparently. But, uh, but everywhere, how do you feel about these about these midfielders, man? I mean, I'm, I'm really excited. Um, you know me, I actually... <clears throat> excuse me. I've always liked uh, Wilson McKinney, you know, Kellen Acosta, Tyler Adams. I mean, I still remember that. Um, personally, I haven't seen much of Luca de la Torre, but going uh, word of mouth from you, and I know you know the game very well as well. Um, you know, I'll, I'll take your word on that one. And uh, but yeah, I'm I'm excited to see this midfield. It's it's a young, new midfield. No more. Playing basically like three center defensive midfielders trying to go up and attack. Like no, this one's a more balanced, more attacking, and that's something I like. They have more pace. Oh man, especially when there's a corner or a, a free kick, you best believe Wesley McKenney's head's about to pop up and get a header in. Yep. I need to, I need to see the Harry Potter wand flick in the World Cup. I just gotta see it. Man. <laughs> There's a there's a funny picture of Weston McKenney during their uh, Champions League game against against PSG, where he obviously he scored a goal for for uh, for Juventus even though they were losing, and he does the little you know obviously his goal celebration which is the 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 Leviosa, and uh, oh, yeah. and, you, and there's just, there, like in the background you just see Messi looking at him like what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> like he's like bro you lo- y'all losing. <laughs> I, 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 that's an all-time moment. I think he needs to have that framed. <laughs> just that picture of him. He's like, look, it's me and Messi. And then like... <laughs> Messi just has the most confused face. I mean, to be frank, Messi has a very confused face when he's just playing. <laughs> Not saying that he, you know, right. that, he, that he looks stupid, but during the game, it just, I don't think he, like the last thing he's thinking about is how his face looks. Um, I think obviously he's more used to carrying his team, um, which is, he's not really having yeah. to do that at PSG right now. But... No. I think there was a reaction to seeing Weston McKenney do the Harry Potter celebration. Um, but yeah, so yeah, I, I really, I really like to see more Weston McKenney, obviously recovering from that injury, seeing how, how he's going to gel well with this, with this team. Um, I do want to see Johnny Cardoso. I want to see what he can do. Hopefully maybe he can, uh, do enough to get on to the World Cup squad. I don't think he is, um, just because we haven't really seen him that much lately. Um, uh, but, it would it it definitely would shock me if he does make the roster. Oh, okay. <clears throat> All right, and the forwards. This is definitely Edwards Edwards' favorite part. So, Brandon Aronson, Paul Ariola, yeah. Jesus yeah. Ferreira, Jordan Morris, Ricardo Pepe, Christian Pulisic, Gio Reyna, and Josh Sargent. Damn, the forwards. The forwards looking really strong up top. 
So obviously the question is always going to be what's going on with the number nine spot. Jesus Ferreira, I think just out of just club level has been in the best form because of just he's, he's killing it right now at FC Dallas, which hurts me to say. Um, Ricardo Pepe, I mean, he scored a goal, uh, recently for, for, for his team uh, over at the Eredivisie. So, you know, maybe trying to just trying to see what Ricardo Pepe can do with the U.S. men's national team. Josh Sargent. I think the best thing that have happened for Josh Sargent was was Norwich getting relegated. What because now he now he's a regular now he's scoring goals. I mean they're chanting his name, they're singing his name now over there in Norwich. So I mean Norwich is probably going to go back to the Premier League only to get relegated again. But they're still they're going to go to the Premier uh, League. Uh, but yeah, I mean the number nine spot. Obviously, a lot of people feel that that Jordan Pifak got snubbed. Um, especially right now, because he has definitely been killing it for Union Berlin. Actually, as a matter of fact, Union Berlin, I don't know what they're doing, but they're just, they're killing it over there right now. Um, they yeah. beat Bayern Munich. So, um, are they tied? I forgot. But yeah, I mean, they tied, time, they tied. that's a win. Any, that's a win for any team. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so I mean, yeah, PFOG, I think was a snub. I think, I think maybe. Maybe I'm maybe I, I don't know. I'm not Greg Brawlhalter. I can't tell you what he's thinking. But maybe he thinks that, well, I know P Fox gonna be good. I just need to see who else I can bring in. Maybe, maybe Pepe can find some form again. Uh maybe Josh Sargent becomes that dark horse. I think Josh Sargent is honestly the dark horse. Like if he makes that roster, um, it it would shock everybody because, you know, I think people just don't like I mean, when you think of a striker, obviously you think of scoring goals, right? That's what everyone yeah. thinks when you think of the striker. Uh, Josh Sargent, I think, is a little bit more different. He does do the goal-scoring part, but he does do a lot of ball play. He does pass the ball around. So I think he, he's definitely a little bit... I think he's actually a very complete forward. It's just people don't don't like to say that because he's kind of scrawny looking. He actually looks like the kid from... Uh, uh, what's that movie uh, with Adam Sandler where he plays Dracula? Uh, 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 oh, um, wait. Like the cartoon one? Yeah, the, the yeah the animated one with Selena Gomez, and, Hotel Transylvania, Transylvania. Yeah, Hotel Transylvania. He looks like the little kid from like the baby of of Selena Gomez, and uh and and, and Andy Samberg. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> he he kind of looks yeah. like him. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, but anyways, um, but yeah, I mean, Josh Sargent to me could be the dark horse. Obviously, when it comes to the wings, I oh my god, the U.S. Men's National Team has like a lot of fun with the wing. Yeah, Timothy Way isn't called up, but I think Timothy Way is very safe for the U.S. Men's National Team. But Brendan Aronson, Paul Ariola, Jordan Morris, Christian Pulisic, of course, it's just great to see Gio Reyna back. Um, yeah. I think that's going to be the hardest thing is to who you who you're bringing for the for the wings because there's a lot of really good wingers uh, that I just listed, and one of them's not even called up. But yeah. what do you think? What do you what do you think about the forwards that were? I mean, the four, that's. Uh, I mean, like you said, I'm more excited about them uh, playing or call, the college for the forwards. Honestly, um, I mean, they just they're just stacked, man. Like honestly, I think that that's where the U.S. I don't. I think they don't have a problem. Like you know, they don't have any problem with the with the attacks. It's a young. They're fast paced. Um, if anything, now at this point. I think Gio Reyna is going to get more playtime. Uh, Rose got hurt, so he's going to get more playtime club level. So that might be something to, that plays on his favor, and he might take that on to the World Cup, even if it's just a short amount of time. 
So, I mean, <clears throat> and then Christian Pulisic, I mean, you know, hands down, you already said it, best player on the team. Um, I really like watching Pulisic play. Like, um, he's a dribbler, of course, you know, and he's a speedster. So, you know, I always tend to lean on more onto those. Um, he, I think he, he's going to be a game changer along with Ricardo Pepe. So, yeah, and um, Josh Sargent, I mean, to me, he's, yeah, you're right. Like, I guess he's not the typical, the typical number nine you would expect, like a big body dude like Jolie Altador. You know, um, hell, if anything, like somebody would be able to push off players uh, like Clint Dempsey, like he just score, shoots and scores from nowhere. But you're right, he is a, he's a hell of a player. Um, you, I noticed you didn't say anything about Jordan Morris. Uh, yeah, I, I, I messed up <laughs> on that. I messed up on that. Uh, I think it's just because of the fact that there's like, there's just so many great names. There's, there's That's other what great I'm names. Um, <laughs> I mean, he's not, he's not old, but he's not as young as the other kids, but he still has a lot to show for. No, yeah, you're, you're definitely right. I think he's definitely going to be, um, He's there to, he's there, there to look at too. I, I, I mean, he, I think he's definitely one of those guys that are kind of on the outside right now. Uh, just, just be, I mean, and you can, Ariola is probably going to be the safest bet that's going to be called up just because like we, Greg Berhalter clearly loves Paul Ariola and I like yeah. Paul Ariola. Obviously just, I just hate that he's in FC Dallas right now. Um, but, and even then, I mean, I still love Paul Ariola. But the guy, the thing is with me with Paul Ariola is he's not necessarily like the best player. <laughs> like he's not the most talented guy on the team. I mean, definitely when you look at all the young guys, and he's also not the youngest guy on the team either. Mm-hmm. Um, but he has like a work ethic, and I feel like his work ethic, like it is so it's so strong that like it kind of it becomes infectious with the team sometimes. Like you can see the guys rally. Around Paul Ariola, which is what you want to, you, you like that. Um, Jordan Morris is that guy where we just don't know yet. And we, we still don't know. Like, if we know, we see the talent in him. We know that he has, there, there's talent there. Obviously, a lot of people still find it controversial that he chose to play for the MLS instead of going to Europe. Uh, you know, when, when he was, a, you know, was able to go professional. Um, you know, we had, you know, uh, what's his name? Uh, Jermaine Jones have did a whole rant on 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 Instagram one on Instagram Live one day about how he was complaining that the fact that you know that Jordan Morris chose to play for Seattle instead of going to play for I think he said Brother Bremen was the team that was actually looking to get him. Yeah. Um, so like the thing is, is just there's so many unknowns, and then obviously he does go to Europe eventually, goes on loan to play for Swan City, and he gets injured, and then you know comes back, and I mean. It, it, Jordan Morris has been very quiet this season, in my opinion, because one, Seattle's been struggling uh, this season, which is crazy yeah. to think that this is the year that they won the the Cup Champions League. Um, but they have been struggling in the MLS, so I think maybe because of that, I haven't really been paying much attention to Jordan Morris. Uh, but mm-hmm. he's definitely one to watch, and it, hopefully, he can show out. I, I, he's definitely one that needs to have a good U.S. Men's National Team call up. Uh, 
whether it's coming off the bench or, or getting a start, because I don't know if he's going to make the roster. Yeah, you're right. Um, I, I know he's a hell of a good uh, ball player, but you're right. I mean, that little thing that Swansea, you know, you were expecting a little bit more of him, but like you said, he got injured, then he just came back to Seattle, and that, and that was basically it. Like, that was it. It was, it was done. Um, he kind of stayed out of the of the limelight, which, you know, it's not a bad thing, but it's also not a good thing, especially um, seeing that it's World Cup year, you know? <clears throat> so, uh-huh. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, <coughs> excuse me. Um, I just feel like, I think the, the front, the front's going to be pretty stacked for Jordan Morris to break through. Yeah. I agree with that. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. I've been sick the whole time, guys, so bear with me with my nasally voice and my coughing and my breathing of like... <clears throat> Dude, man, you even got Robo responding to that. Um, I know. <laughs> all right, but yeah. Um, overall, I, like I think that this this team is. I would like to see the other guys. Like I think we know what Matt Turner is going to bring. Like let's see, maybe have Ethan Horvath start against Japan and Sean Johnson against Saudi Arabia or either or. Like just let's see these other two go. Um, I mean, I think I think uh, Filippo from from a uh, tactical manager was telling me that Ethan Horvath has been actually playing been playing for the team he's been he's got he got uh he's winning right now uh which is in still in England it's like a lower tier club uh I forgot what I think it was I forgot what well, what club he plays for now but he's actually been playing so I I definitely think I want I want to see who's going to be that guy for the number 3 spot I think honestly in general for me is I just want to see like the other guys the guys that are going to be fighting for a spot in the in the World Cup roster that's to me what's more important I think we know what we're going to see from Weston McKinney, uh, you know, Walker Zimmerman, you know, Sergino Des. Uh, we got to, like, I mean, we got to find out who's going to be our number nine. We just need to have, like, a solidified answer, like, this is who we're going to bring to the World Cup as our number nine. Or maybe we find out that none of these three guys that they brought in at, at the striker position is not it. And it is Jordan Peefock. Like, I don't know, but we just need to figure it out. Like, at this point, <laughs> I just need to see these guys, like, play. So, they need to score goals. Like, that's point blank. They just, well, okay, I won't say score goals, but they need to be part of goal scoring <laughs> plays. Like, we just need to start seeing it. Like, I, I'm, I'm sorry, but we need to, we need to figure out the, like, the number nine spot is a spot that I think needs to be answered. We need to not have this question going into the World Cup. Like, we just need to know that's our number nine and just roll with it. <laughs> yeah. You're right. I mean, I just, well, We'll basically see what happens in the World Cup, truthfully speaking, with the players that we're going to end up taking, or well, not where, but you know that the U.S. is going to end up going to the World Cup with. Um, right now, I guess you could say in Hector's in Hector's words, the number nine spot is technically a vacant spot until there is somebody who actually fills that spot in. Exactly. That's exactly it. But yeah, so maybe we'll get those answers on September 23rd, 23rd and, and September 27th as they take on Japan and Saudi Arabia. 
like I said, if you guys if it's if you guys listen to this on Friday, um, if it's in the afternoon, then the game's already happened. Um, if not, then if it's early in the morning, I won't be mad if you switch over to go watch the the, the Japan game. Which one, bravo for being up this early, um, and, and two, just I don't, I'm not, I wouldn't be mad. It's 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 US Miss National Team. <laughs> but yeah, all right, moving on. So like the re- from here on out, it's going to be kind of crappy topics. Um, Matthias Pogba. So if you guys don't know, uh, Paul Pogba has a brother, and his name is Matthias. He uh, yeah. he at one point played for Atlanta United. But in fact, I was actually at uh. uh I went to go, when I went to Chicago, I went to a Chicago Fire game because I was like, hey, why not? Um, and they were playing Atlanta United. And it, it's funny because like Chicago Fire has been like, if, if you guys, uh, if, if you guys know Danny T Radio, obviously someone that we interviewed for previously on the podcast before. Um, we, you know, he, he dropped like this like hour long video on YouTube about the struggle of being a Chicago Fire fan. Um, which I feel for because, you know, I'm a Dynamo fan. Um, but yeah, so like he, he dropped this video and it was just very funny. Um, but yeah, he was talking about one of the seasons. That I was like, Oh yeah, I was actually at one of the games where I was like, wow, I expected Atlanta to, they, uh, I think they beat, I beat, I think they beat Atlanta like four to nothing, which if you ask me, I thought it was going to be the other way around. I thought Atlanta United would be the one that went for nothing, but boy, was I wrong. Um, and also I got to see Bastion Schweinsteiger like live. So that was pretty cool. Um, but anyways. Um, yeah, but Pog was, Matias Pogba was playing for Atlanta United during that game. I even got like a picture of him throwing the ball in. So that was a cool, at least at that time, I thought it was pretty cool. Cause now we're going to talk <laughs> about what he, what he's doing to his brother, Paul Pogba. Um, something that is not cool. He got arrested for extortion. Oh, man. Um, he also was, he's also arrested for blackmail and, uh, this one, I'm, I'm not entirely sure how you, how you, how you, how you prove this, but witchcraft. Um. Oh, yeah. That he did witchcraft to Mbappe or whatever. So, yeah, it's, it, this definitely, I mean, Paul Pogba isn't going to the World Cup. He, he's, uh, he's dealing with an injury. Um, I think he won't be back till, Till 2023. So yeah, he's not going to be in the World Cup, which for, for France, that's a big loss because we all know Paul Pogba, especially when he was in Manchester United, was better when he played for France. Um, I don't know. I haven't really, got, I mean, obviously got injured, so I don't, I can't really tell you how he's been playing for Juventus, but, uh, but yeah, so that sucks. I think other guys got arrested as well besides Matias Pogba. I think with some people that also know uh, Paul Pogba as well. Uh, yeah, it, it, that's gotta suck knowing that it's family. Um, and, and look at that. France, France continuing with, uh, with, uh, controversy during a World Cup time. Uh, cause, you know, if you guys remember last, uh, last controversy that happened during a World Cup time was, uh, the whole Valverde sex tape, uh, blackmail thing. Weirdly enough, blackmail also, also was involved that time. Um, but, uh, but, uh, but yeah. So, Edward, thoughts on Matias Pogba? Um, well, I don't really know what to say on that. And with the whole witchcraft thing, I'm just like, really? Like, like, I just don't, I I just can't, 
I, I can't, bro. I like it. Just it doesn't make sense to me. How are you gonna accuse your brother of that? Like I, I, I don't know. I, I just I don't know. But all in all, it's just that's not a brotherly thing to do. So you know, to extort your own brother, and then uh, then just be like, "Well, this is the reason why I did it," you know. So like, no, like it's just it doesn't make sense, like to me. Uh, I just basically any respect that this man had from everyone in the in the football world, everyone in the soccer world is is I'm pretty sure completely gone. Especially like it's been proven that he did, you know blackmail and extort his own brother for all that money. And I mean, to be honest, like, I just can't even see it. Like how, how would your parents react like, with, with all this? You know, like what, what would the family say? The entire family, not just, you know, the immediate family, because all of this stuff is out on tabloids. It's out on the internet for everybody to see. So it's not something that's, kept in private you know it's it's out there it's 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 for the world to see basically an inside look into your family into how fucked up your your family problems are and mind you it's somebody close your own brother your own sibling so yeah um i uh, yeah i mean we talked about this before and uh, I, I just yeah, I can't, I can't. Like, this is uh, Matias Pogba. I'm just... Sucks to be you, bro. That's all I can say. Yeah, this is going to be very awkward if they even go and have dinner with the family ever, ever again with Matias. But yeah, the... I mean, it, I don't think this is going to be a distraction for, for France, obviously, because of the fact that, once again, Paul Pogba is going to be with the team for the World Cup. But it was just... So stupid, and yeah. Um, staying on with stupidity. Um, so Vinicius Jr. He's been receiving. This is going to be the the last headline. Um, he received some criticism over his his celebration, which is him dancing, and um, how he needs to be more professional and be respectful to the game, and blah 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 blah. And, and of course, you know, it's it's La Liga, it's it, it's Spain. Um. Wait, okay, look, I'm gonna tell people this because everyone's like, I thought, I thought, you know, his, you know, it's Spain, it's Latin, you know, uh, Spain isn't Latin, okay? I'm, I'm gonna, no, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna stop this right here. You know, like, I will say when I worked for the Houston Rockets and we did our Hispanic Heritage, you know, our Latin festival, uh-huh. I didn't want it to bother me, but it bothered me when they had the Spanish flag, like, presented. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and I was just like, why is the Spain flag here? Like, oh, it's Latin. I was like, no. I know the Spanish deriv- you know, comes from Latin. I get that logic, but they're not, Spain isn't Latino. And, and yeah, right. Like, I mean, if we were to celebrate Hispanic Heritage Month with Spain, that would essentially be like if the British decided to celebrate 4th of July. Um, so, like, that's how I, that's how I view it. And so, like, I, one, I didn't try to let it irk me, but it did irk me because I was just like, it, it, like, it, you know, it's, 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 it's like, they're not really, like, they don't necessarily recognize us as 
as them. You know what I mean? Um, you know, and that's anybody that's from a Latin American country, whether you're from Central America, South America, Mexico, you know, the Caribbean, like they don't, a lot of Spanish people don't identify with, with other Latin countries. And, and I mean, that's just, that's just the way it is. Um, and, and to be frank, obviously, like the only thing different between Spanish and England was the language. Besides that, they're, they're both white. <laughs> they're both, yeah. yeah, they're both white people. Um, it's just, and they, Weirdly enough, went to another country and, and, and try to rob their resources. Um, so very, a very common theme, very common theme. Uh, obviously this is historical. I'm not trying to go into depth with it, but, but like if anybody wants to like, like there's a reason why there's a lot of criticism for players that come from Latin America that go to play in Spain. And it's yeah. because of the fact that they're not Spanish. And that's all there. You always, you always tend to see them always choosing the Spanish player over the other, like, Kind of like, you know, when you look at players from Mexico going to play in La Liga, you know, most, unless you're Arajo, who's playing right now for, for Celta Vigo, who's a regular for Celta Vigo, but, you know, Oberlin Pineda barely gets any minutes. So like, there's a, there's a unique, there's a treatment with, uh, with that. And I'm just, I'm, that's where I'm going from there. But like, the thing with me, and and this is, I'll move on from the whole historic, historical thing between Spain and, and, uh, and other Latin countries. But my thing is, We've heard this so many times when it comes to Brazil. You know, oh, be more respectful. Oh, you can't be doing all that, you know, all that movement, all that crap. It, it, all the all the shit that that Vinicius is right now receiving is the same stuff Ronaldinho was dealing with. It's the same stuff. Oh, you know, he's being all goofy with these tricks. Oh, he's, you know, why is he dancing? Why is he, you know, like, like they, they, honestly, this goes with all sports too, like. How people want, like, uh, you know, like when football right now, they they don't want to see people dancing when they score a touchdown. In baseball, they don't want to see guys flip a bat. Um, you know, like they're like, oh, you know, play the game with respect, and it's like, bro, they scored a touchdown, like, bro, they hit a home run, bro, they they scored a goal, like, why aren't you gonna celebrate? Like, it's they're having fun, they're playing a game, you know. <laughs> Like it's not, it's not like anything demeaning. It's just, you gotta remember this game started, like the way we all started playing this game is we went to a park one day, we saw the kids kicking a ball or throwing a ball or hitting a, whatever, whatever sport you chose to play. You played that game and, and you had fun with it because it, it literally had no, nothing was going to happen after playing that game. Like there was no money being thrown at you. There wasn't nothing. It was just you having fun with the people, maybe some people you didn't even know, who, you, you never met yet. You know what I mean? And sometimes you play, you play for that moment. That's what a lot of these guys do. And Vinicius, I mean, the guy's not, um, what is he now 20? Um, and he's playing for Real Madrid. You know, he's won the Champions League. He's going to, he's going to go represent Brazil in the World Cup. Like, yeah, he's having the time of his life. I don't see the big deal of him dancing. Um, I don't know if it's, I don't, I don't believe it's disrespectful. Like, and this is the double edged sword here, Edward. Um, if, if you're still here with me. Um, I'm still here. I'm still here. All right. Vinicius <clears throat> does a little samba at the corner. Everyone gets mad. And I know, I know, I know this, this is a guy that you and me, you and me like as well, but Cristiano Ronaldo scores a goal, goes and jumps up in the air, does a weird little pose and yells, and then, and then also takes his shirt off. That's perfectly fine. That's not disrespectful to the game. Freaking messy. He scores a goal. What does he do? He takes his jersey off and then presents it to the crowd. 
That was that was that's a not one disrespectful. Time that that's that's a one time thing. No, but I'm just that saying. A, but no yeah. one said anything, right? No yeah. one got mad at those two. But when Vinicius does it, oh, he's immature. Oh, he they they start throwing. You know, they call him a monkey. Uh, you know, like. And what, what's the difference between Vinicius and, and Cristiano Ronaldo and Messi? Well, I mean, besides the, the fact that Cristiano Ronaldo and Messi are goats, but uh, I'm just gonna say it: they're white. <laughs> so, oh man! I'm just gonna say it. I'm gonna just point it out because no one said anything when Cristiano Ronaldo scored a goal, and then he like sat on the on the edge of the sec- of the fan section, just with his arms crossed. No one said, "Oh, that's disrespectful." No. For, I, I guarantee you, if Vinicius did that, they would have said that that is that's that's terrible for the game. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say it right there. I guarantee you, if Ronaldo tried to dance, like that, no one would be mad at Ronaldo for dancing. I mean, I've seen Messi dance, but that was because he was drunk. But like, I I'll say it. I'll say it. I know everybody doesn't isn't gonna say it, but I'll say it. I the reason why they're mad at, at Vinicius is because Vinicius is black. That's exactly why. Did not really think that through. Honestly, James Rodriguez, he sco- when he scores a goal, he dances. No one says a thing. No one says a thing. But when Vinicius does it, oh, it's a, it's it's an issue. He's making a spectacle, of it, which is funny when you say he's making a spectacle because literally that's that's what the game is. It's a spectacle, um, and so it, it it does infuriate me because once again it. It's, it's, it's an ongoing issue. Like, this is going on, like, in all sports. Like, okay, freaking the Carolina Panthers with, with Cam Newton at quarterback when they were about to go undefeated in, in the season, right? They didn't like that Cam Newton yeah. was dancing when he scored touchdowns. They didn't like him handing the ball to a kid. They didn't like, you know, they're like, oh, you know, play the game with respect. You know, that's all they were saying. And what did Cam Newton say? Like, if you guys don't want to see me dance, then stop me, then, then, then try to stop me from scoring touchdowns. That's exactly what he said. You know, baseball right now, it's funny because like baseball's slogan has been let the kids play. But then Fernando Tatis Jr., which is this is before, you know, he got popped for steroids. Um, Fernando Tatis Jr., he hits a home run, he flips the bat. What's the first thing they're saying to him? He's like, Oh, we're gonna they're they're hitting at they're gonna hit him, you know, the next time he comes up to plate. Cause it's like he's breaking the rule the 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 rules of baseball. It, it, like the unwritten rules of baseball, which is like now getting annoying. It's like, then don't say your your slogan is let the kids play because clearly you don't want the kids to play. Like it, it's a game. They're having fun. They're getting paid to play a game. Like, yeah, yeah. let them have fun. I want to see Vinicius dance. I want to see, I want to see everybody dance. I want to see Phil Foden dance. Wanna, you know, I want to see how you, how you got a baby mama. Like, you know, like, let, let, like, let them have fun. Like, they're playing a game. They're getting paid millions of dollars to play a game. We all wish we could be in that position. And, and like, it's like, it's, it's, it's demeaning when you're like, like, it, this is disrespectful to the game. And it's like, bro, we all want it. We've all planned like our goal celebration dances. We've all done it. Like, maybe not dance, but we all planned like some sort of celebration. So like, it, like to me, it's just, it's so dumb. And it's always been a, a recurring theme for Brazil. Like Brazil's always been like, oh, they, 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 they play. They, they like to showboat. They like to. It's like, bro, they're having fun. That's why we love Brazil. Like anyone yeah. can tell you why they love Brazil is because they have so much fun when they play. 
they play with a flair. Like, that's the reason why Edward started watching Ronaldinho videos because he played with flair. It was fun. Yep. Like, yep, like Bonito. So like that's, that's most of our generation. Like if you're from our generation who grew up on on, on Brazil, you know Ronaldo, Ronaldinho, Adriano, Kaká, Robinho, like those guys' style of play is literally what got you to watch this game. And they were doing the dancing and the you know they would go into the locker room playing drums and having fun. Like that's what we grew up on. And, and, and I'm not saying that it's damn. I don't know. I don't even know if it's the older crowd. But like, for you saying that he's being rude to the game and disrespectful to the game it is completely stupid. Because one, we're talking about a game. Like, at the end, we if anything, we envy Vinicius because he gets to play the game. Yep. And so, yeah, like like I said, I, I'm gonna make that bold statement. If he wasn't black, I don't think I don't think we'd be having this discussion. I mean, I want to disagree with you, but you brought up a good points, so I, I really can't disagree with you on that. I mean, you got a uh, let's see how you, okay how you say it. you got Dybala who does his mask thing and to celebrate. Um, you know, nobody really says much about that. Um, if anything, it gets added to FIFA. Yeah, yeah. True, true. Oh, perfect example. What about Griezmann's uh, the 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 loser dance from Fortnite? Oh yeah, people had problems with that. I mean, I, I will yeah. say that. But also, he what comp- what, what 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 was around what was surrounded by? Because Pablo That's was doing right. dances and Pape was doing mm-hmm. dances. Mm-hmm. I mean, it would look wrong if they didn't criticize Griezmann. True, true. So, so yeah. So I'm obviously I'm with Vinny. Not even not even the fact that he's a Real Madrid player, but I'm 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 with I'm with Vinny. I hope to keep seeing him dancing. Actually, as a matter of fact, when you know they won two two to one against Atletico Madrid, you know when Rodrigo scored his goal, you know he was dancing. So suck it. That's all I gotta say. Uh, that that's I I don't want to keep going with this. I don't want to get heated anymore. But yeah, so just let, let the kids play. I'm gonna end it with that. Let the kids play. I agree. Let them play. Let them play. All right. It is debate time. This debate is brought to you by Audible. Are you just not able to read? Not like not saying that you can't read. I'm just saying that you're just too lazy to read. And, not, and if that's the case, I'm I'm totally with you. Um, well, if you guys want to be able to say you read a book without reading a book, well, there's Audible. Audible provides you with a huge library of audiobooks that you can listen to at your convenience, whether it's some sci-fi, some horror, some fiction, uh, some life stories. Like right now, I'm finally listening to Dave Grohl's storybook. So he's a, he's a the storyteller by Dave Grohl, read by Dave Grohl. So. Yeah, that's that's right, guys. I moved on from Matthew McConaughey. I'm gonna re-listen to Matthew McConaughey. That's guaranteed. But it's Dave Grohl. Um, but yeah, so go ahead and if you guys want to chart a 30 day free trial, just go ahead and use the link audio audible trial.com slash insert name FC podcast. Once again, audible trial.com slash insert name FC podcast. Go ahead and start a 30 day free trial. Thank you again to Audible for being our presenting partner for a debate topic. 
All right, so uh, so Todd Bowley, uh, who just recently bought Chelsea, um, he's he's been he's been kind of pissing off some of the the English cohorts um, by proposing an All Star game. Um, you know, it's like a East versus South, no South South versus North, uh, All Star game, uh, and, and you know people weren't you know especially Gary Neville. If you want to piss somebody off, Neville's just the guy. Um, and, uh, and also recommended, why don't we have a playoff for the teams in the relegation zone? This is my debate, my debate topic for you, Edward. Um, I mean, this is just a, a sample of what he's been bringing up, but obviously, essentially, he's basically like trying to propose American sports ideals over to the English Premier League. Um, right. But, Edward, uh, are Todd Bowley's ideas bad? Mm, yes. <laughs> I guess you could say, I mean, at first I was like, hmm, let me think about it real quick. Hmm. But then it was just kind of, it just kind of, I guess thinking a little bit more about it kind of killed the, killed the vibe for me. My question is just when do they have the time to do this? Like, like when do you play the All Star game? It is my thing because you know, especially if you're talking about like a, a a team in the Premier League that's you know, uh, okay, I, uh, like okay, Chelsea. Let's, let's use Chelsea for example because you know this is the team he owns. Um, they got they got obviously the English Premier League, the FA Cup, and I'm sure they want to have a deep run with the FA Cup. Um, Carabao Cup. Um, once you're kind of closer to the final, you kind of care about it eventually. Um, Champions League, if you're in that or, or, or some sort of European competition, correct? Yep. So when do you have time to focus on an all-star game? Oh, and also international break and World Cup. We should probably throw that in there right now, especially for right, for, for this season. So when do you have time to make your players? And already players are complaining right now because of the fact that they're being very much overworked, uh, you know, every season, you know. So one, I don't think the players would be all for the idea of an all-star game because that's just another game that they have to throw on with their very hectic schedules as it is. Um, yeah. so, so yeah, I definitely don't think the all-star game would be ideal. Um, also, how do you split? You know, north south, like where do you draw the line, kind of thing. And that's it, it, there's so many question marks for the All Star Game. It's just, and honestly, to be frank, like it, it, when you want to use that notion with the U with U.S. sports, no one cares about the All Star Game. Like, I mean, NBA All Star Game, no one cares about. Like, I'm only there to watch the slam. Like, All Star Game is only I'm here to only watch the slam dunk competition and the three point three point contest. After that, I really don't care about the All Star Game. No one plays defense, and there's no no reason to play for it besides just getting to see LeBron James play against Kawhi Leonard, which I mean, you can probably eventually see that in the playoffs. So and and see them play for real. So yeah, it, to me, the All Star Game is kind of stupid. MLB All Star Game, um, it used to be exciting when it had like a caveat to it, which was the winner of the All Star Game that league would have home field advantage for the World Series. So it was cool when they had, a cave, they had a caveat for it, but now they don't do that. So now it's kind of pointless too. Um, no one cares about the Pro Bowl, the NFL Pro Bowl. No one cares about it. <laughs> like, like no one cares. Like so, 
the MLS All Star Game is the only one that's interesting now because now you're you invited you know Liga Mekis to play against you. Like they have their own All Star Game All Star team come in and play you. So that's cool. Yeah. But yeah, no, no one cares about the All Star Games. So I, I don't think I think they, top they really don't. I think I think I think what what thing what they care about is like the mini games as you call it. Like NBA has a slam dunk contest. Pretty sure baseball has like the, the home run shot. derby. Yeah, the home run derby. Soccer has all those free kicks and uh, like, yeah, they do the have the skills, the skills challenge. Kick, yeah, the skills challenge. So they have that. But I mean, would you really like really even even me? And then like I'm just like oh I'm, like, eh, I'm okay. Yeah, so the All-Star game kind of sucks. I will say, the relegation zone idea sounded kind of cool to me, but then I realized, like, how crappy that would be, because the, especially, obviously, we're talking about Premier League, so, you know, championship, you know, League One, League Two, and all that. Um, if anybody knows how these promotions work, first and second place automatically get promoted, right? And then that third spot is a playoff between, I think it's third, Four, fifth, and sixth. Like they go into like a tournament to see who gets that third spot to go and get promoted, right? Yeah. So, like, I think in my head, when I thought initially that would be kind of cool, like kind of similar to the Bundesliga, where obviously the 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 third team that's in the the the, you know like I guess the the better worst team um, would play against that third place team. That's trying to get promoted, right? They would play in a playoff. Winner, go, winner either stays or gets out. You know, if the if the team that's in the Bundesliga, you know, wins, they stay in the Bundesliga, right? So I was like, you know, it's something that we've seen before. But then I thought, oh shoot, wait, they have a they do a tournament to get that that promotion spot. That would suck if oh I I just busted my ass playing these two tournament games. And I think they're actually I think the the first round is actually like a a. Uh, an aggregate, so you play two games, so you play three games just so you can get promoted to the Premier League, right? And, and now I have to, now I played those, th- you know, those three games. Now I got to play another game against this team that sucked enough to get relegated, and, and now I have to play them just so I can make it to the Premier League. And yeah, so I kind of when I after I really thought about it, I was like, yeah, this sucks. I, Todd Bully, just shut up. <laughs> <laughs> like Todd, like look, Todd, just. Just try to get Christian Pulisic some playing time, okay? Like, let's focus on that. Let don't try to don't try to change anything in the Premier League, man. Like, just listen to Stan Kroenke and and uh, and, and 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 the and the Liverpool guys. Like, just just shut up and and just ride the course, man. You'll you'll get trophies. You got Chelsea. You you'll win some trophies. So just just chill. Just just enjoy just enjoy owning a Premier League team, right? Like, don't, don't try to. Don't try to reinvent anything here in, in the Premier League. You're talking about a, like a hundred plus year old league. So let, let, let's, you know, let's, 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 let's die down a bit, buddy. So yeah, yeah, so, I mean, yeah Todd, Todd Bowley's ideas are bad. <laughs> you're, literally, you're literally like, Todd Bowley's ideas are bad. I and mean, it was funny because there was a moment where I was like, <laughs> it doesn't sound that bad of an idea, but then when I really thought no, about then- it, Exactly. When you first when you first explained it to me, that's when I was like, "Oh, it's not a bad idea." I mean, yeah, yeah, I was like, eh, "It's not that bad," you know. I was like, "I think we can live with that," you know. And then next, you know, it's just like, "Okay, no, it's it's a bad idea. It's a bad idea altogether." So, word of advice from from me and Edward Todd, if you're if you're listening to this, 
bad idea. Just, just shut up. Just, just chill. You know, freaking Dodgers are, Dodgers already have a hundred plus wins. You already got that going. Uh, maybe the Lakers finally, finally are good again. Um, so you got that going for you. Um, so yeah, just enjoy Chelsea, man. Just, just chill. Don't, don't, don't try to reinvent the wheel or anything like that, man. Yeah. Just don't piss off the Brits, man. You know, their queen just died. That's all right. Yeah. They're, they're, yeah, it's already been, it's been a rough week. Been it's been a rough week for them, man. Don't, don't, don't be piling on more stuff on them. They have suffered enough. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so that is our debate topic. Uh, it is posted now on social media. So go ahead and share your thoughts. Do you think, do you think maybe Todd Bowley's onto something here? Or maybe he needs to shut the fuck up. So, you know, t- you tell us over there in the, in, in the, in the, on Instagram and Twitter at InsertNameFC. So we're going to go ahead and take a break and then we'll get going with game recaps. This break was brought to you by Fanatics. Fanatics is your one-stop shop of all things sports. Go ahead and check it out. From NFL to NASCAR, Fanatics has you covered. So go ahead and check out the link on our bios at Insert Name FC on Instagram and Twitter. And go ahead and get yourself some shopping brought to you by Fanatics. Once again, thank you for Fanatics being a proud partner of Insert Name FC. And we're back. All right, games to recap. Ever what's your game to recap? All right, so my game to recap is actually, and I'm coming to the Liga MX. It's Cruz Azul versus Pumas. Yes, I know. Surprise. Um, but it was actually a fairly is good it a game. Surprise now. I mean, you picked Liga MX a few times now. Yeah, I know. It's odd, isn't it? <laughs> coming from the Euro snob, as you so like to call me <clears throat> but uh yeah so the game was actually Cruz Azul beat Pumas 2-1 Pumas had 54 54% of the possession Pumas outshot Cruz Azul 22-11 to 11. 11 of those shots were on point and 5 were on point for Cruz Azul and Cruz Azul goals were Huescas and Carneiro and the Pumas goals were Diogo um, the thing is, Pumas had a lot of chances, and I think they even got in gold on no. So they actually could have tied it up, but it just got a no. Yeah, they, it, it was called offside. I was it, like, it, it, it was, it, it was yeah. like super close. Like it was, it was really super close. But he was offside. Even I was like, oh, yeah, man. no, he was. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, was, it was a good match. It was a, it was a hell of a match. It was like in stoppage time, wasn't it? For like ten minutes still. Yeah, yeah it, it was a very dramatic game. And, you know, this was one of the games we highlighted last episode. So, um, yeah. and Chivas in America was one hell of a game. If you didn't watch it, you oh, missed that. out. Um, it probably got overshadowed by that god awful, uh, Triple G Canelo fight that I don't know why people watch, but that happened. It was awful. I don't know, man. I mean, I'm, I'm always going to be that guy that says boxing is dead and let's just, let's just admit it. Um, so, you know, popular. I think it's a very popular unopinion, but you know, you know, very popular unpopular opinion. But yeah, boxing dead. Um, just let it die. Damn. All right. After Canelo retired, right. like who's there to watch? Don't you got that Ryan? Huh? Did you got that Ryan Garcia kid? Uh, I don't know. I really look, man. The only the only boxer I will watch 
it would be Andy Ruiz, and it's just because it's funny to watch a fat guy beat like fit guys. So this dude, dude, the guy's living his life. He beat a very fit Anthony Joshua. Like that guy wasn't a that that man is an Adonis, and he got beat by a fat guy, and then and then he got sponsored by Snickers. That is the dream, Edward. The man's living the dream. Like I am, I'm jealous. So you get sponsored by Snickers. I love Snickers. I would be Damn. best friends with Andy Ruiz. <laughs> Just so I can get well, Snickers. I can, well, I can see that. But yeah, so. But my game is uh, Real Madrid beat Atletico Madrid 2-1. to one. Yes. That happened. All right. So Atletico Madrid had 53% of the possession. That doesn't matter. They lost 2-1. to one. Uh, Atletico Madrid also outshot Real Madrid. 12 to 6, 4 to 3 on shots on target, but that doesn't matter. They lost 12 to 1. Uh, uh, Real Madrid's goal. Let me apologize. Let me apologize beforehand. Because Real Madrid won 20, uh, 2 to 1. Um, so Real Madrid's goals were in the 18th minute by Rodrigo and by Valverde in the 36th minute. Um, and Atletico Madrid's goal, which doesn't matter because it was, it was in the 83rd minute by Hermoso, who also got a red card later in that game. He was a sub too, by the way. He came in, scored a goal, and then get Rick Hardy. So, quite the quite the uh, appearance. But yeah, so right, that's my game. Uh, Real Madrid beat Atletico Madrid two to one. Okay. <laughs> oh, Spence. Sorry, Spence. I'm apologizing to you beforehand. Uh, uh. Um. Well, yeah. I mean, don't don't say it. I know you want to say it again. Don't say it. Say what? Real Madrid beat Atletico Madrid 2-1? God damn it. I said don't say it. I mean, it's a, it's a fact. Real Madrid beat Atletico Madrid 2-1. Anyways, Players of the Week. Players of the Week is brought to you by In the Clutch. You know what's in the clutch is Real Madrid beating Atletico Madrid 2-1. <laughs> but, that, was that really a clutch? Was that really a clutch? I mean, Rodrigo and Valverde was very clutch as they beat Atletico Madrid 2-1. But in the clutch, man, in the clutch is some amazing apparel that is approved by the MLS Players Association, MLB Players Association, NBA Players Association. <clears throat> it is just a really great clothing company, very comfortable shirts. And like I said, they they get they are represented by some of the best players in in some of the major sports here in the U.S. Um, I'm gonna say time and time again, I love Kyle Tucker. They had an amazing Kyle Tucker shirt, and I bought it. I also got uh, a Footballers Life shirt in that Dynamo orange. Um, so at least that's something cool that I got that's Dynamo related, sort of. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, if you guys want to go ahead and check it out, go to intheclutch.com, and if you use the code insert name at checkout, you will save ten percent. On your purchase. So once again, in the clutch, thank you for being the presenting sponsor for Players of the Week. Edward, who's your Players of the Week? All right. So my Player of the Week is, and I think you know where I'm going with this one is, and ironically, it's the team that you don't want them to win a trophy. Helm <laughs> Min Sun, who scored a hat trick and Tottenham 6 2 win against Leicester City. I mean, he did a he did a hell of he did hell of a plays, man. He did he he did his own solo play too. Uh, he's he's a badass player, man. He's one of my favorites. So yeah. Um. But yeah, Hector, who's your player of the week? 
My player of the week is Robert Lewandowski for scoring two goals in Barcelona's 3 nothing win against Elche. Nice. So, Robert Lewandowski has just been on a tear. Um, I feel like if he continues this form, he is just going to run away with the uh, Roosevelt Spanish Player of the Award. Which, I mean, I think that's going to be a very... No one's going to be mad at uh result. <laughs> so, it was funny. We were very close. I mean, very close to Paducci winning this. So, and, and, and Robert Lewandowski, I think, I think Robert Lewandowski knew Edward. Like he sensed it. Like he was like, I'm not losing my Roosevelt Spencer Player of the Year award to Panucci. <laughs> so, okay. To be fair, Panucci was probably not that close to winning it, but I mean, Robert Lewandowski, I think is now finding the form. He's finding his groove with Barcelona, which that sucks. Um, for me, but. <laughs> But yeah, so you know, Robert Lewandowski has found his form, and you know he, he's seeing all the all the people praising Erling Haaland for for killing it right now over in the English Premier League, and he's just like, yeah, he's not he's not me yet. He's like, I'm him. <laughs> Apparently, that's, like, like, oh, that's a him. saying now. It's like I'm him. I don't. I, don't, I mean, I get what it means. I'm 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 that guy, but it it just doesn't sound right. Still, feels weird. It's, it, it, it's just not weird. It's a weird sentence for me to say. I'm him. I guess we said that yeah. as kids when we were trying to say I'm the Red Power Ranger. Um, but okay, well, like I said, I mean, we've said it before. But anyways, congratulations to Hungman Son and Robert Lewandowski for being our players of the week. Once again, use the code insert name at checkout at clutch.com. Okay, I'll say it again. Use the code insert name at checkout when you go to intheclutch.com and save yourself 10% off on your purchase. All right, games to watch this weekend. It is international break, and there's always one thing, and one thing you should always know is that the MLS does not care. Um, but you know what? We're going to have the Cali Classico. We're going to have San Jose Earthquakes take on LA Galaxy. Chicharito did not get called up with Mexico, so he'll be there. Um, I, I don't know if, if uh, Ricky Puig or Puig uh, is, is, is getting called up with Spain, but if not, then he'll be there. He'll be for LA Galaxy. So, you know, they need to win games. You know, playoffs are, we're closer, we're getting close to the playoffs. But anyways, inter- international break. So Friday, September 23rd, when this episode drops, obviously, USA versus Japan, which by now probably you guys have already saw the game or you guys chose to listen to us instead of watching the game, which thank you. Um, <laughs> um, South Korea taking on Costa Rica, Iran versus Uruguay, Qatar versus Canada, Brazil versus Ghana. Uh, Morocco versus Chile and a rematch of the Euro Italy versus England. That's going to be good. Yeah, that's the Friday games to highlight. Saturday, we got Honduras versus El Salvador. El Salvador, if you do anything, if you do anything, like literally anything, you beat Honduras. That's it. That's all I got to say. That's my pep talk. You can lose from here on out. But just beat Honduras. That's all I ask. Thank you. All right. Uh, Mexico versus Peru. Czech Republic versus Portugal. Scotland versus Ireland. By the way, these are UEFA Nations League games, by the way, if you guys didn't know. Scotland versus Ireland and Spain versus Switzerland. Spain right. versus Switzerland. No, I mean, I mean. I'm trying to think like Switzerland. I'm trying to think of any players that I feel that they're really, really, really strong against Spain. Shakiri, Shakiri. 
Okay. What? I'm that's Shakiri. I'm not I'm, you know me, uh, I wasn't too big of wasn't too big of a deal. Wow. Okay. Now we know. All right, the Sunday games, we got Austria taking on Croatia, Denmark taking on France, Netherlands versus Belgium, and Wales versus Poland. Ooh, that one's going to be good. <clears throat> I just got to say, uh, Belgium came out. I know, I know we're not, we shouldn't be talking about like World Cup jerseys yet, but, uh, Belgium's jersey, I'm sorry, but I can't not, not think of, uh, of Guy Fieri when I see their jerseys. You haven't seen Belgium's jerseys, have you? No. You know who Guy Fieri is, right? Yep. Yeah, you, you'll see that jersey and you're going to be like, Guy Fieri. Damn. So what, like flowers and shit? <clears throat> Do you know like who Guy Hawaiian Fieri is? Shirt? Yeah. The, the the chef. He, he wears like a, a a fire shirt, like a yeah, fire like a, Hawaiian shirt. Hawaiian, like Hawaii. Yeah, that's what I say. Like the Hawaiian shirts. Yeah, but it's not like a typical Hawaiian shirt. It's like with with fire. Mm. Oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now I remember. I haven't seen I haven't seen any cooking shows or whatever in a long ass time, bro. It's probably for the best. It just makes you hungrier. That's so. Yeah. Yeah, especially like the cooking ones, like the, the, what you call it, the, the competitive ones. Oh, like Iron Chef? Yeah. Okay. All right. And the Monday games, we got Mexico versus Colombia and England versus Germany. Oh, that one's going to be good. And then to wrap up the international break on Tuesday, we have South Korea taking on Cameroon, Ecuador versus Japan, Canada versus Uruguay. Qatar versus Chile, Iran versus Senegal, uh, Algeria versus Nigeria. I say that in a sentence. Uh, Paraguay taking on Morocco, Jamaica versus Argentina, Peru versus El Salvador, Honduras versus Guatemala. I'm, Guatemala, try to try to try one, try to do one for my brother-in-law. Um, <laughs> uh, Portugal versus Spain. I mean, Portugal versus Spain. I'm trying to, I mean, it's going to be a good match, but it's like a lot of people are still going to be relying on Ronaldo and Portugal. Uh, uh, also, I mean, like I said, I'm, I'm not trying to get, get like ahead of us with the jerseys, but Portugal, but Nike. Like, do y'all hate Ronaldo or something? Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> oh my yeah. God. Like, Okay, I, I'm just gonna say that my three down for for the World Cup, it, it's gonna be a lot of Nike jerseys. I'm just gonna say it. I'm just gonna let y'all know. Like y'all should just know ahead of time, it's gonna be a lot of Nike. Nike just what the hell? <laughs> like they're bad. <laughs> they're yeah, they're pretty bad. Like whoever, okay, Nike, whoever's in your your design department, like just fire them. I don't yeah. care. I don't. I don't know them. I don't. I have no sympathy towards them. But just fire them. They they just did not do. You lost to Adidas, which I mean, to be fair, I'm kind of more of an Adidas guy, anyways. But like, come on, like Messi's gonna go out there with some fire jerseys, 
literally a fire jersey. There's like a purple jersey with fi- with flames on it. Um, like Adidas, like, and, and I mean, belt, I think the fire is a theme for for Adidas this year. Like, apparently they like fire, but uh, but yeah. So like Nike, like you guys screwed it up like so bad, like so bad. I mean, that's, I mean, that's you telling them Nike to fire their their people. So I mean, then maybe that's the that's the symbolism right there. <laughs> yeah, Adidas over here, like you know, hype me up with this fire. Yeah, yeah, Nike fired your design team because they suck. But yeah, man, so those those are the games to look forward to this coming weekend and a little bit more further into the weekend because obviously, like, international break. But yeah, so we're going to go ahead and take one more break and then we'll get going with 3 up, 3 down. Let me tell you guys about Belly Up Sports. Belly Up Sports is the internet sports bar. Go ahead and check out their website, www.bellyupsports.com to read some great articles from great writers all across the country from hockey, baseball, golf, soccer, you name it. Belly Up Sports is the premier, not your average website. And we're back. All right, three up, three down. And today's topic is rivalries and uh We'll start with Spencer and Edward. Do you want me to go first? Or you you want to go first? Um, you go first. Okay. All right. So Spencer's three down is I have none because they're all entertaining to a certain degree. He's talking about sports sports rivalries. That's where he went. That, that was his approach. But if I had to go with a with with it, I would it would be the the VA versus any veteran shaking my damn head. The VA sucks. I agree. I I totally agree. Yeah. The the VA, if anybody who knows, is the Veterans Hospital, Veteran Affairs Hospital. You know, it, it's not fun. You know, I'm actually glad that my job has like insurance, so so now I don't have to go to the VA. So, yeah, Spencer has a point. VA sucks. It's a rivalry. It's not featured in my rivalries, but yeah. So that Spencer's three down is is the VA. So good one. Um, so going with me, my three down. Um, this is gonna be just frankly like the rivalries that people don't really care about. And, and, and I get that. Um, at number three, I have me versus the Chick Fil A on Fondren and Fifty Nine. <laughs> Edward Edward has known about this rivalry. Yes, yes, I've known it for a while now. Um, if you guys want to know how bad my this rivalry is with me, it's uh, they've messed up my order many times in the drive through, and and it's baffling to me because it's a Chick Fil A. Um, so, and honestly, at this point, they might as well make that a McDonald's with the way how bad service is over there. Um, the Lord's chicken has been in vain. Um, I don't know if Edward has ever gone to that Chick-fil-A or has to deal with the drive-thru, but I have had a a terrible experience in that drive-thru every time. Yeah, he has. So far, from what he's told me. I filed complaints. Like, People like I'm gonna tell y'all. I don't do complaints. I don't do Yelp reviews or anything like that. But I finally had it, and I and I filed a complaint with Chick Fil A. They gave me a free chicken sandwich. Fair trade off, I, I will say. But uh, but yeah, that's <laughs> fair. very fair trade. <laughs> but yeah, so that one that's one of my rival. That's my rivalry. Uh, my number number two is. Uh, it is is traffic. I think that's just everybody. Everybody versus traffic. It just sucks. Who's the traffic? Don't you have? You don't have rivalry with traffic. 
Well, you don't really deal with traffic. You, you just go down the street. Yeah, pretty much. Well, I mean, I guess now I just only go down the street too. So I guess I can't really say anything. But that's why it's in everybody's rivalry. Um, and, um, my, my number one is, uh, is, uh, Robo versus the, the, anybody that comes to the house just to, to drop off stuff. Me? Yeah. You, you I mean, you, you, you see what, it, what all he does. <laughs> yeah. I like how he feels like he's protecting the house. <laughs> you know what? You know, everybody needs their little thing, right? Robo, Robo's thing is protecting the house, supposedly. Yep. Allegedly, he's protecting the house. So that's why it's in my town. But anyways, what's your, what's your three down? All right, so my three down is... Okay, so the three down rivalry is... So... Friends versus How I Met Your Mother friends. That's actually a fair... That's a fair argument. Yeah. I mean, and to me, they're kind of like very similar. They're good shows. Don't see what the fight's about. All right? Okay? Okay. <laughs> One goes to All a right. bar, the other goes to a coffee shop. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, there you go. You, you <laughs> get it. You get it. They sit once it's in a booth, once it's in a couch. It's fucking almost the same shit. Anyways, but yeah. All right. So, number two. This rivalry has been existing for as long as we've been alive, I think. Um, maybe because we grew up in this era, but Cartoon Network versus Nickelodeon. Ooh. Is yeah. it your three down? Yeah. Oh, Cause I'm like, cause I'm, cause I'm, you think it's stupid. Yeah, because okay. I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm like, they both have good shows. They both have good cartoons. No, it's like I never understood like why would one make it worse than the other? You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like no, they never ever talk bad about it or anything. They always try to compete for the prime time slots and try to put their shows on there. It just, and then of course we had the kids who were like Nickelodeon's better, uh, Reptar's better. Cartoon Network doesn't have Reptar. Like okay, so you can still watch other good shows. I think Cartoon Network had Godzilla yeah. for a bit. Yeah, a little bit, I think. Um, but, uh, my number one, so my number one rivalry is, um, damn it, I had on a tip on my tongue. Oh, yeah, my number one rivalry, um, Marvel versus DC. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because everybody thinks Marvel's better, or everybody thinks DC's better. To me, they both have badass characters, badass comics, but, well, okay, I was about to say badass movies, and I'm like, well, well DC kind of fucked that up. Um, but only one, only one that I really did enjoy was Man of Steel. Aquaman was pretty good, and then the Dark Knight movies were good. You, you mean Hulk um, Man? <laughs> which one? Hulk Man. Hulk, Hulk Man? Yeah, Hulk Man. <laughs> it's, a sim- it's a symbol of my people for hope. Hulk Man. Why yeah. is there an S then? <laughs> uh, but yeah, 
Um, I mean, don't get me started with Batman versus Superman. I mean, the whole theater. Oh, oh I felt at that moment. <laughs> Everyone heard me in that moment. Yeah. If anybody wants to know, it's the part when, like, why you keep saying Martha? Why are you saying Martha? Yeah, I never hated Lois Lane more in my life than watching that movie. <laughs> like she was just doing all the dumb things. Yeah. So. Yeah, that movie was so bad. There were so many things wrong with that movie. Anyways, but yeah, so that's your that's your your three down. Yeah, those are my three down. All right, Spencer's three up is. Number three, Manny Pacquiao versus Floyd Mayweather Jr. Punches and bunches, or should we run away? If this, if this game, if this fight would have, kind of weirdly enough, we're going going back to boxing when I think it's dead. This, this is kind of one of the days where this is like one of those moments where I thought boxing was just like way over now, was because they took too long to have this fight happen because these guys were not in their prime anymore. Um, and so yeah, but yeah, Manny Pacquiao. Floyd Mayweather, obviously. So, good one. Uh, number two, Steelers versus Bengals. Black and yellow. Aha. <laughs> is, is Spencer a Steelers fan? I believe so. I mean, he's from Alabama, so. He doesn't have, like, a specific NFL team, so. But yeah, Steelers and Bengals. Uh, I would, I'm surprised he didn't say the Ravens, but I guess, I guess that's what, that's his rivalry to him. And number one is, I kind of alluded it because I said Spencer's from Alabama, but um, Alabama versus Auburn. And if you guys don't, <laughs> guys don't follow college football, this is the Iron Bowl, um, and it's coming up soon. So, um, obviously, Spencer is a Alabama fan. You know, he goes Roll Tide, um, and obviously, Auburn is the rivalry. You know, that's the the inner interstate rivalry uh, game. So, yeah, Auburn versus Alabama. Fun fact: Kelsey's an Auburn fan. So. Uh-huh. So there you go. We should have them go against each other. <laughs> what? <laughs> you, want, you want Kelsey and Spencer to go at it? Yeah, like, hell, you know what? Plug in, plug in that old PS3, bro. Get, get, put in some NCAA. Oh, uh, I was like, <laughs> Belly was forced to get, let's get, let's get our members to fight each other. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah, man. Better, a bunch of Spence is listening to this right now. He's like, man, what the hell did he want me to do? Go to fist fight. <laughs> what more do they want me to do? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. No, Spence, you're good. You're good. Don't worry about it. You know, round trip, be a little bit two to one. Um, uh, this dude. All right. For my three up in rivalries at number three, the rivalry is all this time, cats versus dogs. Uh a part of me was actually going to put that as my number, my number three on the, uh, on the other one. Oh, on the down. Yeah, because I'm like I love I love animals all together. I was like, shoot. Yeah, I mean I'm more of a dog person. I mean, I don't care yeah. for cats, but I mean I'm not gonna. <clears throat> uh, but yeah, it's kind of funny to see like the fact that like a unless like a dog like grows up with a cat, there you you know. Because honestly, let's be honest, it's 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 more so of the dog. Like the cat is kind of just chilling, just minding its own business. It's the dog that wants to start the mess. Uh, but yep. 
But like, obviously, if the dog grows up with a cat, obviously he doesn't do anything with cats. But like, you know, seeing like Robo, for instance, he didn't grow up like that. So when he sees a cat, he's like, I want to fuck it up. Um, so and I mean, he's, yeah, a little, I he's, he's he's been chilling out a little bit more recently. But I, I don't know. It, it, it's 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 kind of a funny. I mean, it was a very entertaining movie when they did it, Cats and Dogs. Um, that was an entertaining movie. But anyways, <clears throat> um, number two. Um, uh, my, this our modern world and Disney movies. Oh, obviously, uh, recently, um, they have announced that they're doing a live action Little Mermaid movie, and the actress that's going to be playing Ariel is black, and uh, the internet has uh, has not has not have has not have not been happy about that. Um, it's, not, it's it's spoken. It's outspoken. Let's put it that way. Yeah, and, and I thought it was funny. Was someone was like, like it's 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 logistic, like logically proven that mermaids can't be black. And I'm like, we're also talking about mermaids. Yeah, and I'm like, you know, <coughs> fictional thing. <laughs> yeah, if anything, you could do whatever you want with the with the mermaid if you want to. Hell, you can make it a fish face. Like, I mean, if, you, if that's where you're right. you want to go, <clears throat> so, like, it's fiction. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. I mean, look, the only thing that matters is can the girl sing? And I mean, from what I heard, she can sing. So mm-hmm. there you go. That that checks off the that checks off my list. So I, I mean, it's gonna be a musical. So yeah. Look, man. Like me personally, I just haven't liked many of the live action movies. That's even going to Aladdin. Uh, I, I'm just, I think I just rather watch the cartoons. Um, I think, you guys I, think I heard. Feel, uh, you guys know how I feel about ranking. I heard Beauty and the Beast actually was good. Uh, the one with Emma Watson. Yeah, I haven't watched that one. <clears throat> I really think. I, honestly, I wasn't like a big Beauty and the Beast fan, so I, 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 I don't even think I ever watched Beauty and the Beast. To be honest, hmm, that's interesting. Maybe I'll watch it one day. Um, I know for sure I haven't seen Sleeping Beauty. Never could. No, that's, I guess not. No. Not that I think about it. Um, but yeah. Um, and my number one rivalry is, and this is what I find the funny. I just find it hilarious. Is a uh, iPhone versus Android. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's the same phone, people. It's just, it literally does the same thing. It all does the same stuff. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> you you upgrade your phone way too much to the point where like your memory's been taken over, and and then you have to, and then they force you to buy a new one. So it's, it's the same thing. It's all it does the same thing. It's just the bulb. It's just the bubble is green. <laughs> it's the only thing that's different. Right. <laughs> so, like I said, I, I find that funny. But yeah, so everyone should three up. All right. So my three up is <clears throat> my three up is um. Mario versus Bowser, number three. Good rivalry. <laughs> yeah, you can't go wrong with that. Remember the Super Nintendo days? Those Good rivalry. Like Christmas parties. Yeah, those are those are badass. Bowser or King Koopa? Oh, going back to the old school. I see. Well, I mean, we 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 knew him as as uh, as Bowser. As Bowser. So, yeah, we nah, really... uh, Bowser King Koopa. I think it's the same guy. I just don't. 
You think so? No. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. <clears throat> Sorry, excuse me. Um, number two. So number two is actually... Um, <laughs> Marvel vs. Capcom. Marvel vs. Capcom? It's a video game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that one was actually a badass video game at that. Alright, tell me about how you feel, but the arcade game was more fun. Yes, the arcade, well, the only thing is the arcade. Alright, sorry, sorry. I, gotta, I gotta disrupt you. Dash was one, they're AOS champions. They're AOS nice. champions. Alright, alright, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I mean, the arcade one was a lot more funner, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I mean, because you had, you had more to do, I guess. Yep. So I mean, I mean, it, you you lost a lot of quarters, but oh yeah, oh, hands down. Lost I feel like it was just a quarters. different feeling when you had like the buttons, like just pressing the button, you know the you know like the three buttons that you used to play in the arcade. I think it was Tekken yeah. Six, but like you yeah. just press the buttons and you had the little joystick. Like I don't know, it was it was just something different. But it was one with like heavy punch, light punch. Light kick, heavy kick. Uh-huh. I think that's what it was. And my number one, and I know you'll appreciate this one, Barcelona versus Real Madrid. Mm, that's a good one. I was surprised you didn't think of it. Um, I, I kind of wanted not to uh, deviate from the fact that Real Madrid beat Atletico Madrid 2-1. You're not going to let that man live that down, are you? Not till the next game. Damn. This dude. <coughs> but yeah, I mean I had to I had to, bro. I mean it's a it's a worldwide rivalry, really. No, you're absolutely right. I think I was also trying to stay um, away from soccer or like sports specific rivalries. I mean that could be a topic of its yeah. own. Yeah, you're right. But all right, that's three up, three down. I want to give a shout out to the Belly Up Podcast Network. Check out their website, www.bellyupsports.com. Also, follow them on Twitter and Instagram at Belly Up Media and at Belly Up Sports. Uh, shout out to Alejandra Gomez and her company, A&G Graphics. They created the Insert Name MC logo. We love the logo. Yeah. I love Alejandra. Yeah. So, yeah, she's enjoying herself over in Costa Rica. I think she's back now. But you can follow her on Instagram at a.g.graphics with an X. Once again, at a.g.graphics with an X. If you need a logo done, go ahead and hit her up. Maybe mention us and maybe she'll, she'll hook you up or something. I don't know. I can't tell you. I can't, I can't promise you anything. Um, <laughs> and of course, shout out to Roosevelt Spencer, even though he's probably not mad. He's probably mad at me right now because Real Madrid beat Atletico Madrid 2 to 1. Um, and you are not going to let him live it down. Like I said, not till the next game. But, you can follow him on Instagram at that guy dope. You know, give him some love, man, because you know, Lego Madrid lost to Real Madrid two to one. Um, so, <laughs> oh my god. But yeah, so that is episode one hundred and four. Thanks for listening. Catch us next week for episode one hundred and five. All right, take care, guys.
Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.